Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in today. Luke one twenty six, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. The angel came in unto her, and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. The angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, thou hast found favor with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. What an astounding message this must have been to the young Jewish maiden, probably only in her early teens. Matthew shows us this remarkable story from Joseph's perspective, but Luke, on the other hand, has most to say about Mary's maidenly wonder and meek submission, her swift hurrying to find help from a woman's sympathy as soon as the angel of the Annunciation had spoken, and the hymn of exultation which Elizabeth's salutation heartened her to pour forth. Surely that narrative could have come from none but her meek and faithful lips. We have the more right to believe it because the early church fathers assert Luke got many details of his gospel from Mary herself. The two accounts beautifully supplement each other and give two vivid pictures of these two devout souls, each sharply tried in a different fashion, each richly blessed by variously molded obedience. Joseph took up his burden and Mary hers because God had spoken and they believed. Mary did not challenge the veracity of the announcement. She merely inquired as to the method by which the impossible would become real. How then could these things come to pass? Had the angel any instructions to give her? The word translated overshadow is episcopacy, which means to overshadow as with a cloud. The same word is used in Matthew 17, 5, where it reads, Behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. The Holy Spirit would hover above, would stay as did the cloud above the ancient tabernacle in the wilderness. God was never visibly perceived for his personality, was veiled in the awe-inspiring cloud. Nevertheless, the very thing that hid him from the eyes of his people assured him he was there. Thus, in the Incarnation, there was no visible manifestation of the creative power of the Almighty. Nevertheless, the hovering spirit was unmistakably there, and in the fullness of time, the evidence needed to prove his creative power was forthcoming in the person of the infant Christ. The Holy Spirit denotes here the divine power, the life-giving breath, which calls into developed existence the germ of human personality slumbering in Mary's womb. This germ is a link which unites Christ to human nature and makes him a member of the race he came to save. Thus, in his birth, the miracle of the first creation is repeated on a scale of greater power. Two elements concurred in the formation of man, a body taken from the ground and the divine breath. With these two elements, correspond here the germ derived from the womb of Mary 
and the Holy Spirit who animates it. The absolute purity of this birth results, on the one hand, from the perfect holiness of the divine principle, which is its infinite cause, on the other, from the absence of every impure behavior in her who becomes a mother under such a principle. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, sent from heaven to be clothed in flesh and blood, to feel himself all the things you and I are capable of feeling, to bear our griefs and carry our sorrows, to triumph over them, to pass into the heavenly realm, and there to help us. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 